Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Amen. Are you blessed? Many are called. Hallelujah. Many are called. Matthew chapter 7 verse 20. Matthew 7 20. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Hallelujah. If you have a good Bible, This particular verse is written in red. Amen. If it is in red, it means Jesus Christ spoke it. Hallelujah. These are not the words of Paul. These are not the words of Peter. These are the words of Christ. He said, Wherefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. Amen. Say amen. You see, Jesus Christ must have been God. Jesus Christ must have been God. Why do I say so? Because he made certain statements many, many years ago that at, those t- at, at, at that time it did not sound relevant. But now, we see the relevance of that statement. Hallelujah. He said, said, wherefore by their fruits you shall know them. In other words, Jesus Christ is saying that a time is going to come. An era is going to come. You cannot tell people by their looks. Are you hearing me? You cannot tell people by their words. You can only tell people by their fruits. So the only way to know that this tree is a mango tree is when you see a mango fruit. So he was saying that the only way to assess people is not what they say or what they look like. But by their fruits. So the true test of who you are is the fruit you produce. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Not what you say. Not what you look like. Not how much you scream, how much you shout. And I'm telling you, he must be God. Because today, please, today, when you go to some parts of this country, I mean, there's a place in New York, I won't mention. 
that when you are there and you see people coming and they are walking, you can't tell who is who. <laughs> I say you cannot tell who is who. I mean, you see them coming. <laughs> they have a way of holding. I never noticed, but they, this is how they hold the bag. You see, most of you hold your bag like this. No, this is how they hold it, like this. <laughs> it's like this. Nicely. Let the leg. And then when they are talking, they do this. Very, very nice. Nice makeup. Beautiful. But so, on the outside, you can't tell. You can't tell. So, if you are going to go by what you look outside, you can be deceived. Hallelujah. So the only way you can say that this is XX chromosome as opposed to XY is when you see that this thing is full by their fruits. By their fruits. By their fruits. So the ability to reproduce Hallelujah. Because looks are deceptive. Hallelujah. By their fruits. I mean, people look, I mean, I mean the, the whole world has moved into so much deception that people are not what they are. I mean, when, this day, when you see a girl, you are not sure whether the hair is real. <laughs> I shouldn't go there. I mean, from the hair to the eyebrow, the eyelashes. The face. So what you so so in other words, what is attracting you and what will make you happy and you are going for? It's all can be washed away. Now, as you see the person, you don't know whether a person African, Indian. <laughs> the hair, the face, the nails. I mean, even them, one in front. And now here, even the back is fake. Oh, the back is fake. That one I know. Even me, I know the back is fake. How do I know? I'll tell you a story. I think I've told you before. I haven't told you before. We like stories, so. How do I know the back was fake? I didn't know, but I'll tell the story. And it's a true story. You want to know the story? Yeah, a lady who were running a clinic. 
an STD, an STD clinic. And the lady had an STD. This girl had STD. And the treatment for STD, STD is sexually transmitted disease. Gonorrhea, HIV, all those sort of nonsense. So she came for it. And the treatment is injection. We give a self-triaxone injection. That's what I'm telling you. So she came. And when she came, I mean, all put together. I mean, it was so smooth. There's not even a break. <laughs> normally, the normal anatomy you see there should be some breaks, some cellulite. <laughs> As she was came walking like this, he said, What do you guys? I, I, got, I got a codis. I got a codis, you know? So fine. No problem. So she was giving the shot. Then, then it's supposed, to, it's supposed to work within a week. Two weeks later, she comes back. Say, nah, it's not working. That's all. But you give it a shot. Say, I still got it. Say, you give somebody, give it a shot. Say, yeah, I know, you know, you gave me a shot, but you know, that booty was fake. about. You know, here, here, it's all silicone now. Their lips, all silicone. Some of this, you see, let me tell you something. Some of these celebrities or this, uh, uh, this uh, politician, when they smile, look at them. And with a normal smile, you're supposed to see some twitch. But because they have a lot of Botox, it doesn't smile. In fact, there's one popular thing I won't tell you, I don't assume you, it's on TV. One top politician, every time I come out, I say, listen, because the, she's almost like an 18-year-old woman who still has a smooth face. But when she smiles, you know, like, ah! Botox. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing me? So Jesus said, look, it's only the fruit. Hallelujah. You shall know them by their fruit. Hallelujah. Why am I saying so? I am saying this for us to understand that a lot of people claim to be Christians. Hallelujah. So, but the only way we can tell true Christianity is by your fruits. Hallelujah. You shall know them by their fruits. Amen. So, how do I know that Gabriel is a Christian? By her fruits. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about many are called. So, true Christianity, if something has happened to you, if you are happy about something, if you are born again, then I will know by your fruits how many people you will produce in Christ. Yeah. So, if you Christians who are 
are not excited about evangelism, winning souls, you wonder whether they are Christians. Are you hearing me? By their fruits. By their fruits. True fruit bearing. Fruit bearing. The Bible says, and the sea shall bring up its kind. Fruit bearing by, of a Christian is that once you are saved and you are happy about salvation, you bring somebody to Christ. Amen. If I am to ask you, show me your fruit in this church, can you point to somebody? Can you point to somebody that you led to Christ? So you say that I am born again. I'm a Christian. I mean, show me your fruits. Is there somebody? Are, are you concerned? Are you concerned about your friend, your brother, your sister? You say you are saved, but are you really concerned about the others? Hallelujah. By their fruits. And, and you see, and I'm talking about, you see, let, 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 see, born, I mean, salvation is, let me define salvation. Salvation, to, to, to save somebody is to bring an unbeliever to become a believer. Hallelujah. It's not to bring, you see, look, let me tell them. To make somebody who is single get married is not salvation. Okay? Or to make somebody who is unemployed get a job is not salvation. To make somebody who is homeless get a home is not salvation. Salvation means that the person did not believe and you witnessed to him and they gave their life to Christ. Then you have given birth and then that's salvation. Then you have given birth. Hallelujah. So a true test of our Christianity when we say we are born again is are we reproducing after our kind? It's not how much you sing and shout and dance in church. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. The real test of your Christianity is have you brought forth. It's like the only way we can tell that this is a woman is because a child came from in between her legs. Yeah. So until, until we begin to see that aspect of our Christianity, we should question our salvation. Saying it. Until we begin to see that part. Because, because you see, the church can become a nice social club. The church can become a nice interactive forum. Whereby you come, you meet people like manner, you meet your niece, they meet your niece, you associate. It can become a nice social club, which is good. There's nothing wrong with it. But a true sign of that you are saved is have you given, are you born, is, who have you produced in Christ? Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I'm talking about the benefit. See, all of us, all of us, once something good happens to us, we can't keep quiet. Mm. Isn't that how we are? Yeah. As soon as you buy a new car, you call a friend, yeah, come on, come on, girlfriend. Yeah. Come and look at this car. You got a new job, girlfriend. You go, I mean, your beloved gives you a promise ring. Man, you put it on Snapchat. Instagram. Because we all, when something good happens to you, the natural thing is to share it abroad among your friends. 
So if salvation is good to you, and salvation has happened to you, why are you keeping quiet? If salvation is good, if salvation is one of the best that happened to you, why have you kept it? Why have you hidden it from your colleague at work? How come that they don't even know that you are a Christian? Hallelujah. You shall know them by their fruits. Not by what they say. You see, and, 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 and the same is true. The Bible says that you shall know. When the Bible says you shall know them by their fruits. Okay? What the Bible is saying? People, so people claim to be spiritual. Is somebody spiritual or not? You know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. Listen to me carefully. Spirituality is not kele masuka bro. Baba. Shatika toko koko 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 Sataya kakaya. Even when they are talking to you. Brother. You got to be careful you know. You need to get some eyes. You know your eyes are not deep enough. You know your eyes are not deep enough. You need to get some eyes. The Bible said we walk by faith, not by sight. You know, you know, I'm telling you, your marriage is not working well because in the spirit you have a rival. <laughs> you have a particular in the spirit, you have a rival. Another woman is married to your husband. That is why. Things are not working. So you are not the only wife. You know, but the Bible says God reveals to redeem. You know, there are certain things you need to do. You know, Jesus Christ said, This kind God not away except by fasting and prayer. And I know that the way you are busy, you can't pray, you can't do this. I promise to fast for you. <laughs> I'm anointed to fast for you. And the Bible says, the Bible says, uh, they that watch over your souls, they are worthy of double honor. <laughs> so I know you honor me, but as I decided to lay my stomach for you, you must be thinking of double honor. <laughs> and maybe there may be nothing wrong with it. That's not spirituality per se. You know what I'm saying? You see, you have to everything. Let's let's use Jesus Christ's standard. He said, "You shall know them by their fruit." Hallelujah. And Paul said, "Paul said, and the fruit of the spirit." Show me that verse. Galatians, and the fruit of the spirit okay is love. Galatians 5, show me. The fruit of the spirit. Because you see, why, why, why is it the, you see, so why is it the fruit of the spirit? Because when something is young, it does not bear fruit. When you see a fruit on a tree, it means the tree is mature. 
To somebody who is spiritually mature, this is the sign that the person is spiritual, not that the tongues he speaks. But the fruit of the spirit is love. So you come, he can't let that blah blah blah. You don't love. No, you're not talking to the sister next to you. And you want me to think that you're spiritual. You are not spiritual. You are a baby. My God. If you are spiritual, then you will show love. You will show joy. You cannot say that you are spiritual when every time you are depressed. And so, well, it's my temperament. It's not your temperament. It's your lack of spirituality. The mode of the spirit you have. Because joy does not depend on what's around you. Joy depends on the presence of the spirit inside you. Peace. Peace. You see, if somebody is spiritual, he has peace around him. Peace is not the absence of trouble. No. Don't, don't, let nobody tell that peace is the absence of trouble. No. Peace has never been the absence of trouble. It is the presence of the Spirit, God. That is why Daniel was in the lion's den. But he was, he was trouble. But he was peace. So peace is not the absence of trouble. Long suffering. Long suffering. Long suffering. That's what makes you spiritual. The ability to long suffering means the ability to endure the same nonsense over and over and over and over and over. And if you are a spiritual person, you don't say, I am fed up. The word is long suffering. So the more spiritual you are, the more you can endure and live with people who bother you. Reverend, this is the last time. This is the last time. From today, if he does not change, I know the Bible says it's wrong to divorce, but I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm packing my bag. I have suffered enough. How much can a man endure? Long suffering. You see, these are not things that, it doesn't show that you are stupid. It means you are spiritual. The Bible said the fruit of the spirit. When people are mature spiritually, this is what you see. Not the length of their tongues. I haven't seen anything like, no, it's not there. It's good to pray. I'm spiritual. I pray in tongues a lot. But I'm trying to show you that Jesus Christ gives us some markers, things to look out for. Long suffering. Gentleness. Are you gentle? You're too rough. Talk by heart. <laughs> Open your mouth, no kwasia. Gentle. <laughs> Lack of gentility. You're not gentle. You don't even know how to treat a lady. Every day, prayer meeting, kiss your brother. Gentle, please. Can you pass? Can I carry this for you? Gentleness. <laughs> Gentle. 
goodness, goodness, goodness. And goodness is goodness. Okay? Should I tell you what goodness is? Should I tell you? Nora, Nora, Nora. Goodness is goodness. Goodness is goodness is goodness. Goodness is I did something for you, not expecting anything back. Goodness is what I call free lunch. Lunch that is really, really free. I did it out of the good of my heart. I'm not expecting anything back. I'm preaching. That's goodness. I'm just doing it purely out of the goodness of my heart. I am not expecting anything back. Goodness is goodness. It means your computer was broken. I came to your apartment and I fixed it and I'm not expecting anything back. And went home. <laughs> I came, I fixed the computer, I put it right and I went home. That is goodness. Not that I came, I fixed the computer and I'm done. I sat down and I sat down. That is not goodness. Goodness is no payback. Yeah. <laughs> That's spiritual. But a lot of you don't do goodness. You see, the reason why you even make a statement that these people they are ungrateful. You see, it think about it. It means you are expecting some gratitude. Even that statement at all, they are ungrateful. It means you are expecting some gratitude. But if you did it out of goodness, whether they say thank you or not, it will not bother you. Hallelujah. Amen. Goodness. 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 That's what it is. Hallelujah. And then faith. The more spiritual you are, the more faith you have. Hallelujah. You must believe. And faith means that calling those not be not. You cannot be double-minded. You just have to believe. Even if you see it, even if you don't see it, you have to believe. Hallelujah. So, I'm, I'm going back to, go back to Matthew. Jesus is saying that, look, stop assessing people by what they see or how they look. Use their fruit. Hallelujah. Let's assess people by their fruits. Amen. So, if somebody says they are born again, they are a child of God, how do we know? Let me tell you something. Anybody, anybody who is really born again, who, who is grateful about their salvation, they cannot keep quiet but to tell others. You can sit in an Uber and ride the whole length and you cannot even tell the person about Christ. Some of us, we can work with somebody. We have worked with the person for six months, a year. But when you meet people who are truly grateful about their salvation, even when they are shopping, they will tell the person about salvation. You shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, church? Good preaching. Let's be spiritual. Yeah. 
You shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 7 verse 3, God said, Genesis 7 3, of fowls also of the air, okay? Of fowls also of the air by seven. This was, was talking about when Noah, Noah was building the ark. The male and the female to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. I'm talking about bearing fruit. God is saying that God was telling Noah that look, as you are going to the ark, bring the animals by seven, male and female. And the purpose is so that they can keep seed alive. So if we are Christians and we don't witness and we don't talk to others, we eventually our type will extinct. Now it's old. That's why, that's why churches are dying. To keep seed alive. To keep seed alive. To, keep, to make sure that the generation after us also believe. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. To keep seed alive. To talk to people. Yeah. To bring people into the earth. Yeah. To keep seed alive. Amen. Otherwise the time will come. Christianity will be a dead religion. If we keep to ourselves and don't share. It says let everybody bring their kind. You see, you see try it. I'm, I'm going to ask you a good question. Are you a good person? Yes. Or let me ask you, do you like yourself? Yes. Do you like yourself? I'm not here. Do you like yourself? Yes. Do you like yourself? Yes. If you like yourself, then the Bible says let, let everything reproduce after its kind. Is there somebody like you in the church that you are brought? Hallelujah. Bishop said, Bishop said in his book, he said, because I'm a, I'm a medical doctor, I brought forth a lot of medical doctors in ministry. We are all his children in ministry. Because he was a medical doctor. So whatever you are, it's your kind in the church. Hallelujah. That's what Bishop told me. He said, I'm a medical doctor. So because, and because I was happy about my salvation, I, I brought my kind into the church. So if you're a student, let me your kind. I'm a doctor. So I should have doctors in the church. That's why I brought one doctor to the church. That's my kind. <laughs> That's all. More kinds. Amen. Are you hearing me? Let's bring after our kind. Hallelujah. Rod, are you hearing me? Do you like yourself? You like yourself? Then let me see more like yourself in the church. That's it. I want to see more of yourself. You like yourself. And I think you should like yourself. So I want to see more of yourself in the church. Amen. I cannot bring yourself. Because I'm different from you. So I want you to bring your kind. Bring your kind. Bring your kind. Do you like yourself? So bring your kind. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, at the end of the day, you will see that it is only God who can bless everybody. Hallelujah. Psalm 127 verse 3. Psalm 127 verse 3. We're talking about bearing fruit. 
The Bible says that law, children, law, children are an heritage of the Lord. Happy is the man that is quiver, happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. One of the benefits of bearing fruit is that when you bear fruit, you become happy. Children, I don't know who gave birth to these fruits. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said that Lord, children are heritage of the Lord and happy. And the fruit of their womb is the reward. Next one, verse 5. Quickly. Happy is the man. Happy is the man that has his cover full of them. They shall not be ashamed. Happy is the man. They shall not be ashamed. So, one of the things that, one of the benefits of becoming a fruitful kid is that you will be happy and you will not be ashamed. Just as in the physical. Look. There is something about childbirth. Eh? Only the women who are giving birth can tell us. John chapter 16 verse 21. John 16 21. John 16. A woman, when she's in travail, has sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembered no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. One of the things we know about children, when women are in labor, they are in pain. They scream. They cry. Ajay, they insult their husband. But as soon as the child comes, they'll be hitting their husband. And, 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 so, and, and, and you think that with this amount of pain, they will not go back, but they'll go back again. <laughs> again. Because the joy of bringing forth the child wipes away the pain. You think they will go back? Look, I've been in the labor world. I've seen, look, the labor is not nice. Oh. I've seen respectable ladies who poops on themselves. As they are pushing the people, the people come. Hey! <laughs> You can't believe that this your mother can put on herself. <laughs> it's true. I've seen some who insult their husband. It's painful. Yeah. Look. A friend of mine's wife was in labor. And she was checking on the labor. And then the, the wife was saying, Oh, uh, the, the wife was saying, you know, something to like, Oh, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. The guy said, You're not ready yet. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. He said, You're not ready yet. He said, You're not ready for labor yet. Because he said that you are too calm. He, because he wanted them to, him to drive him to the hospital. He said, no, you are not due yet. Then wife said, what do you mean? But I'm in pain. I said, look, when you are really in pain, when people are really in pain, they speak their native language. <laughs> Ajay! You will say, I'm in pain. It hurts. No! 
Yeah. Yeah. When you are in real, real pain, you will say, oh, it's hurt. No. You will say, Ajay! Boy! So even the way you are saying you are in pain, I hear me. But it's amazing. It's amazing. They go back. Some have gone back four times. Four. Yeah, they've gone back four times. Yeah. And you, you would think that the pain, but you know, you know why? Because, because of this verse, the joy. The joy. Anytime you bring forth anything into the world, there's joy. And that's why the Bible said, that, and, the, and the disciples went, and they came back rejoicing. Anytime, anytime, anytime you win somebody to Christ and you're a true Christian, the joy that it brings, no amount of money can compensate. Next. I mean, if you see labor, you wonder why women want to go back. Why do you want to go back? Yeah. And how many, how many times have you been back? Four times! Champion remain, you are champions here! Who's <laughs> our champions? Who, who else is a four, four timer? Four! 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 Anybody five? You are complaining. <laughs> yeah. Five. I mean, five, you, five, you, five, five is professional. <laughs> I mean, five times. Ten. Professional. You understand? But the joy. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. Bringing forth children, is it bringing forth children? Eh, is a need of el- el- almost every woman. Hallelujah. Hey. Look, this, this I don't want to talk to you about. I'm telling you. You'll be amazed the amount of money people will pay just to have a child. The cost of fertility clinics. And even the concept of, you know, the concept of people who think that they are growing. And so, and so because of that, now they want to harvest their egg and freeze it. Reverend, what do you think? I, don't, I think nothing. Don't ask me. <laughs> Everybody, everything, people know what, what does Reverend think? I think nothing. I have no opinion on it. Yeah, but people do it. Freeze their eggs. So that one day, when they marry, even though they, they cannot, at that time they can go and receive the eggs. What do I think? I think nothing. What I'm saying that I'm just trying to show you how the extent to which people will go to have children, because they are precious. I prophesy over you: you have a child. Amen. God will bless you with a child. Amen. You will be a happy mother. 
Amen. Believe it. You happen. Hallelujah. You will not be denied the joy of childbirth. As to how God will do it, leave it to God. Amen. That's why I don't answer those questions. Reverend, so what do you think? I said, I think, nobody wants to remember. I said, I think nothing. This type of Pharisee's question. <laughs> huh? It's a trap. You want my opinion so you can go and say, hey, even Reverend, even the Reverend says, said, I think nothing. Whether they want to harvest their egg, plant their egg, renoculate their egg, whatever they'll do, I think nothing. I have no answer for you on that. What I, all that I know is that may God not deprive you of the joy of having a child. Amen. Amen. So spiritually, there's joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So look, I want us to look, everybody ask you, but do you like yourself? Then bring your kind to the church. I said, do you like yourself? What did they say? Then say, then I want to see your kind in the church. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church. Let the church say amen. Oh, we shall know them by their fruits. Say amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let Let the church say amen. For God has spoken. God has spoken. Jesus said, We shall know them by their fruits. May we show our Christianity, our salvation, by bringing forth fruit, oh God. May our kind be seen, oh God. May our kind not die. May our kind not die. Yes, Lord. For God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church. Let the church say amen. With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The scripture we have. God did not send his son to condemn the world. That the world through him might be saved. This afternoon. If you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I want you to accept him. Take a decision. Somebody may have come on your own or somebody may have invited you. Take a decision for God. Take a decision for God. He says, I stand by the heart and I knock. If you open, I will come in. God is speaking to your heart. God is speaking to your heart. Please lift up your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus. Anybody here like that? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Father, may our, may 
May our kind not die. Amen. I pray that we will bring forth our kind. Yes. Let this church not die with us. Jesus. May our kind be seen. Amen. I pray that the seed in us will grow. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And be seated. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.